0: Welcome back to the Crush Lemons Podcast. My name is Ryan, and I'll be your host each episode. As the old saying goes, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. As always, each episode, we'll sit down with a new guest and have them share their story about how they persevered through life's challenges and were able to turn their lemon moments into their very own lemonade. On today's episode, we're going to sit down with Alex, one of my friends who's going to tell us his story about what it was like growing up being passionate about something that his friends didn't really think was manly. And rather than give into peer pressure, he decided to follow this passion, and he's gonna share his journey about how this passion was able to take him all over the country and give him the opportunity to share this talent with more people than he ever imagined. And now it's time to sit back, relax, grab some lemonade, and join us as we sit down with Alex and he shares his story about how he was able to turn his lemon moment into his very own lemonade. So today with me I have Alex Becker. So, to get started, let's have him tell us a little bit about himself, just kind of your background, your education. What do you do? Um, anything like that to share with the listeners.
1: All right, great. Thanks, Ryan, for having me. Um, so, I'm Alex Becker. I'm originally from Port Washington, Wisconsin. Went to Port Washington High School, grew up there, and then went to Yaleby Madison. So, University of Madison. Um, and there I went for a mechanical engineering degree. And took me four and a half years, basically five, because during that time I took a co-op and I worked for Disney as an engineer. During that time, just made a lot of great friends, did a lot of extracurricular activities and had a lot of different jobs along with uh, Disney. That's about me in the nutshell, like playing soccer, love singing, um, love art uh, and hanging out with friends and definitely a good beer. Those are, those are my, some things about me.
0: I think a lot of people can relate to enjoying a good beer after a long, stressful day. Yeah. Um, So let's just jump right in and uh, talk about your lemon moment. So kind of take us back, set the scene um, and start your story and let us know what you're here to share with today.
1: All right. So uh, my lemon moment kind of goes all around the concept of singing, just that whole thing in general. So I mean, I've been singing and just like every one of us, like we've been singing since we could probably talk. I loved singing. And um, when I was born, I was born with um, vocal nodules. So has anybody's ever seen the movie Pitch Perfect, they make it famous by that one girl. Um, I have nodes. And she's making a big deal. It kind of is a big deal because by talking, you talk for a very long time or sing for a very long time without actually doing a good job at supporting your voice. You can strain your voice very badly and damage it or just get really tired and it'll just be raspy. It'll sound like, um, is that one trumpet player?
0: Oh, uh, uh, is that Louis Louis Armstrong? Okay. Yeah.
1: Basically, yeah, born like that. And if you go watch me as like a little kid, any of our like family videos, it's just Alex and it and he's got this really high squeaky voice, but it sounds like he smokes a pack like every day. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was me growing up. And I, I, I really just did love singing though. So I played piano growing up as well and it got to like fifth grade and I was still very, I still had a very raspy voice. Um, I mean, I still kind of do to this day and my parents were like, we got to do something about this. So they enrolled me in um, uh, speech classes and in these speech classes, they, they taught me how to support my voice in talking a lot better, um, not yelling or when I did yell to yell with a supported you know, diaphragm. You could go in all the scientific, scientists about it, but basically, uh, basically just teaching me how to talk a lot better. Um, but my voice singing wise was still pretty shaky. Um, I still was kind of nervous. This always like held me from wanting to uh, or going all out in singing. So come to like eighth grade and I finally like get the courage to try out for the show choir of our um, grade and I made it. It was awesome. And that kind of like took me into the lemon moment, you know, up until this point, I've been, like, really trying to get a lot better. And, like, this is something I was really passionate about. You know, when there's something that you're passionate about and you have friends that are really close to you, normally you would like those friends to share in that passion, right? They'd be like, oh, way to go. That's awesome. Almost all my friends just made fun of me for it. You know, and it, I get it. You know, boys... You know, at that time, we're just trying to, you know, like look at that and be like, oh, that's as girly. That's not cool. And I I like kept, you know, listening to those and just letting that feed me. And it kind of like hurt me for a while in the sense that like I almost didn't want to sing anymore.
0: So what would you say was kind of your biggest fear in that moment, getting that kind of negative feedback from your friends, um, knowing that this is something that you were passionate about mm-hmm. and kind of wanted that acceptance from the people close to you?
1: Yeah. I guess, yeah, my biggest fear was maybe this wasn't something that I should be passionate about or to be doing. Right. Like nobody, none of the other guys seemed passionate about it. They they were in choir with me, you know, like a lot of them were in choir with me, but they weren't as into it as I was. You know, it was more of like, hey, I guess this is something cool to do. You know, at the time you had One Direction. So it's like, those guys seem pretty cool. (laughs) Justin Bieber, you know, those guy. that guy seems pretty cool. But like being like into singing, like, no, don't, don't be into singing. Instead, we want to just like, just like be doing it. So I was like, yeah, my biggest thing was just being afraid that why did I have this feeling, but like not a lot of my friends did. I mean, a lot of other guys did like singing, but it seemed like just me had this passion in my friend group. But yeah, that, that would lead me to then like my like kind of turning point and where like I took these, like I still had these friends like all the way up to this day, still have a lot of these friends and they, you know, still make jokes, but they, uh they understand that there's a lot more to it. As I, as I went on, I had a teacher that like took, took me kind of under her wing. She could just probably tell that there was something more there. She could just probably tell that, that I did have that passion because she Saw that I didn't really sound that good (laughs) because I still had that raspy voice um, and I didn't really know how to use it. I did not really know how to use my voice. I could sing really high and sing pretty relatively low. At the time, I was a countertenor. You know, I'd sing really high, but I had a good mid mid range. And she saw that I had this passion, but I just was like untrained. It would almost be like, you know. Somebody that grew up on the farm their whole life, you know, like picking up hay bales and throwing them places and carrying the animals all around like this huge guy. And then he comes to high school and the football coach is like, that guy, he's on our team, but he doesn't know anything about football. You know, like he's got he's got. So like for me, it seemed like because I was singing my whole life, I've been singing and had that passion, like I had it all there. I just didn't have any training.
0: So would you say that kind of getting involved with that instructor, that teacher was kind of a turning moment for you um, and helping to kind of shape your path?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. She, she made it seem like this is something that like I should be doing. Like it was a teacher, you know, it was somebody that was old, um, a little bit wiser, you know, somebody that, you know, I looked up to, she had a beautiful singing voice. She was very kind and generous. And it was somebody that everybody looked up to. I even, you know, even my friends. And for her to say like, Alex, this is like, this is something that you are pretty good at. Like I have some suggestions that I think you should do. It was awesome. Uh, Definitely a turning point.
0: So during this time, was there anyone else in your life that was kind of there for you to help you through these times other than having that teacher there available for you to kind of reflect with and learn with?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. So that teacher was great, but I think the best ones were my family. So my mom and my dad and my brother and my sister, everybody was very supportive. My brother actually, fast forward a couple of years, kind of went in my exact footsteps, which was kind of beautiful to see. And he was even a little bit more successful than me, which, you know, like as an older brother, you're kind of just like, oh man, really? (laughs) But I like, that was really cool. And my sister's got a beautiful singing voice. She still does to this day. She'll tell you she doesn't, but she does. And it all, I think fostered from our parents, my mom and my dad loved to just let us try and figure out what we were passionate about and, and to not have any boundaries, you know, obviously have us be involved not just going to have us be couch potatoes all day, but like get us involved and try out things. And if you're not passionate about it, that's okay. Like at least have an answer, you know, not just be like, I don't want to do it. Like be like, eh, it just doesn't seem like this is something that I'm passionate about. Then there's got to be something else out there for you. And that was something that really helped me out as a as a kid, because I was able to see like I love singing. I played a lot of sports, but I loved soccer and golf. I loved I liked all the other sports they are pretty good. I like to play them still to this day, but I will always play soccer and always play golf. And they really helped get us well rounded so that as we got into those later years of like high school and eighth grade, um, when you start honing in on some of your talents that was when I was really able to be like, okay, mom and dad, I know a good amount of piano. I don't really need to take those lessons anymore. I would actually like to do what you know this teacher is suggesting, suggesting, and and go down that route and learn singing
0: a little bit more. So that's awesome. It, it's definitely nice to have supportive parents, especially mm-hmm. in a time like this um, where you're trying to figure out what you want to do and what yeah. you're passionate about. So that's really awesome that they were there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of stepping forward, you've kind of talked about what your lemon moment was kind of growing up and having those, those friends who didn't necessarily accept and kind of poked fun like kids do. Mm -hmm. Um, so how would you say that you've kind of learned from this and what would you say is your lemonade, um, from all of this? What I've taken from
1: this is I have promoted singing. I honestly just like the arts a lot more. In my in my life, you know, being an engineer, people would not poke you probably as a you know, musician like, oh, you're an you're artistic. But I would say no matter what your profession is, some sort of art is always something that is beautiful to come back to. And and you see it all throughout life. As, as I got older, I started to see like very famous and smart people still are very music, musical or very artistic. And so I promote it a lot more, even though, you know, people, I, I, I know a lot of kids uh, that might be in my shoes out there. And I say like, even if it seems like your friends are making fun of you, you know, maybe that's And that's a little bit of their jealousy. You know, maybe they're jealous that you are actually passionate about something. Maybe that's them just not being comfortable in their own skin. You know, like, oh, that person's actually comfortable liking something, but I don't have anything that I'm passionate about. And that's sometimes maybe a point from like they're a little hurt and just like have a little bit of a thicker skin and just be able to take that because eventually somebody like my teacher will come along or me will come along and be like, you got a great voice, like keep it going. Like, And that little bit can help you uh, go along. The lemonade that I definitely made from this was I got to college and I joined an all guys acapella group. Um, I tried out. I was I was confident. I, you know, not in like a cocky way, (laughs) but um, I was confident. I was like, I like singing and I'm pretty good at it. Uh, So I tried out, didn't make it my first um, time, which was like I was like, oh, man, really? Dang. I still sang. I still sang at the at the university. Joined two choirs, and then my sophomore year, tried out and um, made it into the group. And I was able to help that group. You know, we all got to bring so much joy to uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois. We would go on tours of those states over the years during winter break and then spring break, and we would just drive around for um we would try making money in towns that would that would like pay us for a gig but then we would also go to the high schools middle schools and elementary schools that we grew up at for free and we would all we'd do lessons we would we would take q a's and we would just it was always so awesome because you could just see in a lot of the young men's faces like whoa like there are older guys that are actually into this and like like it is normal. Like like kinda like I could see myself kinda in their shoes, like
0: almost like you wish somebody had come in yeah. when you were growing up mm-hmm. to kind of showcase that, hey, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody stop you kind of following yeah. where you want to go. Yeah. And so I'm
1: very I'm very fortunate that I was able to do that. I don't know how many we've probably talked to thousands of kids, um, and taken thousands of funny questions and gotten to bring joy. To so many people. I'm blessed to have been in that situation. And now to this day, I still try taking on musical auditions and um, uh, groups. I joined Candlelight Processional at Disney. So that's where cast members will go and sing at Epcot. They'll sing the Christmas uh, Christmas songs while a narrator like Neil Patrick Harris (laughs) will sing or uh, will uh, narrate the Christmas story and then sing with us. I mean, it's like the things that... I've been able to do in my life because of singing. I never, if I would have told fifth grade, sixth grade, even seventh grade, Alex, like, Hey, you're going to be doing these things. I would have laughed in your face, but because of these amazing people in my life. And I guess, you know, the good virtues that were instilled in me in a early age, I was able to make (laughs) lemons in a lemonade. You know, I was able to make something cool. And who knows, like, my story is still being told. I still have a lot of life left to, uh, live we'll see what ends up happening with, with all that
0: so looking back at your experience in college with the acapella group is there a specific moment or event that kind of stands out to you that was kind of like the shining moment the highlight of that experience with that group totally putting you on the spot here i know you weren't prepared for for this kind of a question
1: for me like bringing me joy was the first time that our group we won a competition That was like that was a big shining and like joyful moment. Like I remember us on stage, like all of us like huddled up, like waiting for the announcement and they announced our group. And I just remember just jumping for joy, all of us hugging and and cheering. I guess like in this context, something that always um, comes back to me was a lot of the volunteering that we were able to do. And like when I said, like going to all the high schools and those were really cool. I loved touring throughout winter, winter break in the, in the middle of the blizzards of Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Illinois, going from high school to high school and singing for them and bringing joy during winter. <laughs> but something that always sticks out to me was we had some friends that were in the Relay for Life uh, group on campus, and they would always do it, do the Relay for Life every year. And right when I got in the group, we started uh, singing at that. And it was just, we would do it for free, you know, I, like, and towards the end of my college career, we started to get like, pretty well known. Like we had two, we had three studio albums that we made by this point. Um, made, we run a lot of awards and those were all great. I, I love that. That's cool. But the things that like really stick to me is like being able to go to those events, like the Relay for Life and seeing after we sing, somebody went up on stage and said, you know, like I just beat cancer and it's because of group or events and groups like this. And it's like, wow, we were able to be a little part of such a huge and amazing thing that's better that bigger than us, you know, like the fight for cancer and just being able to see like we're able to use our talents for something much bigger than us. And those were those were definitely my favorite moments. Like after that, just being like, that's incredible that we were invited, that, um, you know, these these people were thanking us and we're like you're the heroes like what don't thank us like come on um yeah it was those were some amazing moments in in college
0: so looking back on how fruitful kind of all of this has been for you um if you could go back and talk to middle school alex what little piece of advice or tip would you give him to help him get through kind of uh how the lemon situation started out uh um you're going to get taller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Um Oh, that's funny. Um no, I would uh I would really say like, you know, that you know like the the jokes even if they are um being pointed at you, they're they're still bringing joy to your friend. Your friend group is still laughing and you're not the butt of the joke, you know? You're not you're not you're constantly in that group. You know, at that time it was just guys are just making fun of each other for everything. But I would just say like dig into that a little bit and and know that like this is something that it's, it's bigger than you. Like, this is something that like you've been given this gift and this passion, like go with it. Even if, even if people are, you know, like shoving you down and pushing you, trying to, trying to push you away from it, let that fire like get even bigger. You know, you look at history and you look at all these people that if they would have listened to the no, the naysayers, the people that said, no, you're not going to be capable of doing that, you know, how sad this world would be. And I would just look at them, him and I would just say, like, don't listen to those people that say no, those people that um, push you down because you ha- you're going to have a lot of fun and there's going to be so many things that you're going to be able to do. And it's all because of this. So keep that passion like this passion was given to you for a reason. That's what I would say.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure there's definitely more to come in your story oh, yeah. um, surrounding your musical abilities and your singing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned that when you were with your acapella group that you guys created some albums. If our listeners want to go find that and listen to it, what would be the best way for them to locate that? Or is it even out there for the public to hear?
1: Yeah, it is out there, which is pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting. It. So we're on Spotify, which is awesome. We are the group that I was was in is called Fundamentally Sound. And I am was able to be on uncle Murgatroyd's music box.
0: Okay. I have never heard of that before. Can you explain that a little bit to myself and our listeners as well?
1: Uh, No, (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. It is, it is a bizarre name that we came up with um, for our album and it's,
0: Oh, so that's the name of the that's album. That's the name of the album. Gotcha. Yeah. The okay. Group,
1: the group is called Fundamentally Sound, and the, our third album is Uncle Murgatroyd's Music Box.
0: Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, if people are interested in listening to that, um, we'll have a link in the description of the podcast so you can jump over to Spotify and take a listen to it. Yeah. Um, as we're kind of getting things wrapped up, is there anything else that you, you want to share with the listeners or any last piece of advice you think that if somebody was going through this same situation growing up, um, that, that you think would be useful for them to know?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, there's never a time to like, you know, just because maybe if you're a little bit older, um, like that doesn't mean that you like you lost your chance, like, Oh, I missed, I missed my opportunity. That's that passion is still there. That, that love for something is still there in your, in your heart. Um, you just find the time to, to give yourself that ability to grow in that. Um, and if you are young, um, to know that, you know, if you hear these pop stars, these singers, um, singing and you're like, oh, or playing an instrument. And I'm like, oh man, I'm not as good as that. That was something I always got to me was like, you're not that same age. Um, and you probably have an amazing voice for your age and your ability will mature with you. You know, you'll be able to do a lot more. Um, so just don't, don't let that, um, deter you from going and, and, you know, making your lemonade, In the in this world, everybody has something beautiful to offer Um, with YouTube becoming more and more popular with SoundCloud and Spotify becoming more and more popular. You know, you don't have to have a huge record label to um, bring joy to the world. And you can bring joy to your little community um, at talent shows at open mics. I would loved I loved it to go to my open mic and I would just have my family and that's all that I needed. I would have a bunch of friends and a bunch of random people I had never met before listening. But all I needed was just to bring my, bring my grandparents, my aunts and uncles and cousins and uh, parents joy. So just yeah, just take that on. That would that would be my biggest advice. For everybody
0: thanks again for joining us today alex i really appreciate it i'm sure our listeners did too if our listeners want to follow along with your stories or any kind of social media you want to plug or share with them that they could find you at in the future instagram
1: um i guess would be like the best and i'm a uh, alexander.d.becker i think that's my that's my handle um yeah that's about it and following fundamentally sound as their as their journey continues to go um they're pretty awesome. And they get new members every year. And, you know, to to this day, uh, there's still more and more music to be made with them. So following them and their journey is always fun and they're always hilarious, whatever members are in that group, whether it's me or not.
0: <laughs> Definitely. So we'll we'll put links to both of those uh, social media pages in our description as well. So if you want to go follow Alex or follow fun- Fundamentally Sound, um, you can do that as well. So thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, This has been Crushin' Lemons, and we will see you guys in the next episode. If you want to learn more about this podcast, be sure to check out our social media on Facebook and Instagram, at Crushin' Lemons. And if you or someone you know would be interested in being one of our future guests, send us a note to crushinlemons at gmail.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with someone you know and consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever streaming service you've listened to today. It really helps us grow. If you're dealing with your own lemon moment, just remember you're never alone. There's always other people out there who've gone through similar things. We look forward to sharing more stories with you in the future. In the meantime, keep an ear out for when our next episode drops and work to turn your lemon moments into your very own lemonade. We'll talk to you in the next episode.